0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-pa-pa-pa. participate in McDonald's for a limited time.
1: The headline was about China cutting some rates on a one-year rate and not a five-year rate. And I think normally in a normal world, you'd just be like, I don't care what China's doing at all in any way, shape, or form. I can understand not being worried about what China does. But what happens when what China does has an absolute effect to where you live in the Midwest? That the global economy is clearly at your doorstep. It is in what you buy that gets delivered to your doorstep at Amazon, it is what you're buying at the store. It is how the people dealing with your retirement fund feel at any one moment, never mind the things that they're actually investing in. To understand how it affects us, we first have to understand the fact that what's happening in China matters to us. This is happening not because you like it, not because you wanted to, but because it is. And if you don't understand it, you ain't ever gonna understand. How to deal with it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, what's going down? 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number. 833-468-8669. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. That's K-A-T-Z, Katz.com. Dr. Matt Will joins us, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Joining me to break it all down because uh, the these these things, you know, it, it was two parts, right? It was the Wall Street Journal saying rates in China cut again, but by less than expected. You have uh, CNBC, China's central bank trims one-year rate, but unexpectedly leaves their five-year rate unchanged. They are talking about the rate that their central bank uh, charges for a loan. A one-year loan price goes down, a five-year loan price stays the same. When you saw this, What did you say to yourself and what did the investor class say?
0: Tony, what I saw, we talked about some of this on Friday and between Friday and today, a lot has changed. Things that are alarming me and alarming people who look at the Chinese economy because they cut their rate. Tony, we're not cutting rates right now. The Fed is increasing rates. The European Central Bank is increasing rates. The United Kingdom is increasing rates. They're trying to control inflation China's doing the opposite. What does that tell us, uh, Tony? That tells us that they may be not inflation, but past hyperinflation into recession, depression mode, similar to what we've seen in Japan for the last 30 years. People don't even realize the Japanese economy has been at the same GDP level for 30 years. Rates up, rates down, it doesn't matter. China may be in a lot more desperate condition, Tony, a lot worse than we realized just three days ago.
1: Let's make sure we understand what we're saying. We have seen inflation increase in the United States, and therefore you have seen interest rates go up. Interest rates going up in the United States have hit in a lot of places, and certainly real estate is one of them. I want to share this with you. This is a a, a two-parter that took place on CNN. I, I think it was actually, it, maybe it was, no, it was just the other day. It was just the other day. Watch this. Listen to this.
0: So this morning, mortgage rates in the United States have soared to their highest level in more than 20 years. Now, according to the data from Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage averaged above 7% over the week ending yesterday. A year ago, just over 5%.
1: Now, that's the story. A year ago, 5%, now 7%. But let's go back two years when the inflation really started to become a conversation. Let me just show you, to your point, what mortgage rates have looked like over the last few years. Now, if you were lucky enough to lock in rates in August of 2021, well done. Let's say your mortgage repayments was $1,000 there. Today,
0: your option is paying double that, even for above income average income families that's a huge whack so you understand the problem here now it's great let's be clear if you're a homeowner
1: but if the big american dream is to own your home perhaps leave that money to your kids one day
0: um that's getting further and further away
1: 20 in 2021 2.86% 2.86% on a 30-year fixed. Now 7.09, and that number is going to hit 7.3. And these things are going up because interest rates were pushed up. What the Federal uh, Reserve is charging people to to share money, to, to to borrow money, lend money, if if you will. And these things have gone up. We have all felt the effects of it. You're now discussing the fact that China has cut rates. And that indicator to you is not things are good, but things are
0: worse than they told us originally. Tony, it's beyond desperation because think of it like this. Think of China as being three years ahead of us or two years ahead of us. They had hyperinflation. Now they'll say, no, no, no. Our inflation was mild. We we know the Chinese government lies. I'll give you an example. We have a lot of Chinese students who come to the University of Indianapolis. The first thing we do is put them on a bus and take them down to the uh, outlet malls in Edinburgh, so that they can purchase a lot of stuff made in China, because it's so expensive in China. So Chinese government lies about their inflation. So they've been through hyperinflation. They now, Tony, are towards recession, depression direction. And so, what are they trying to do? They're trying to spur some growth. So they're desperate. They're cutting their rates hoping that people will borrow cheap money and buy stuff. Tony, this is the, the ultimate sign of desperation that they're trying to juice the economy. They're given that injection of morphine saying, get going, Tony, this is not a good sign. And there's going to be ripple effects, but this, the, the, the injection
1: of morphine is an interesting,
0: uh, line
1: because that's meant to dull the senses talking to Dr. Matt. Will, economist at the <laughs> university of Indianapolis, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, the the idea of cutting the rates, is that the same idea as when we discuss Keynesian economics, John Maynard Keynes, and the idea that how you get an economy going is to prime the pump? Spending is what actually moves an economy. Now, I'm not a, a believer in this economic philosophy. I think it's, it's absolutely horrific. I think that F.A. Hayek is much more on track in the conversation of savings and what that does an economy. But is this this the attempt? Lower that rate, get that quick money going into the system, or at least getting it borrowed, and somehow that's going to work out for them? Is that the plan? And has that ever in history
0: worked out for a nation? Uh, Tony, that's exactly the plan. And no, it has never worked out in history. And that's exactly what we're seeing China do right now. They've had the inflation. They've been fighting the inflation monster unsuccessfully. Again, They lie about their data. We know on the ground from businesses what they're experiencing. Their economy has slowed. In fact, again, their data is false. They may actually be in a recession already. And they are so desperate to get it going that they're trying to inject it right now with some juice to get this thing moving. So you're right. Morphine may have not been the right analogy, but they're trying to put some drug in this economy to get it going. That's a sign of desperation. And that's what we see happening. Tony, they used to lend money. And they still do to say, Hey, build a building. We talked about this on Friday, put up a, you know, a, a, a ghost city just to get people working, building stuff, making things, Tony, it didn't work. Evergrande went under the top three indices of REITs in Singapore for China are down 66% over a year definition REIT. Oh, a real estate investment trust. So it's, it's like a mutual fund that invests in real estate. So the top three mutual funds, if you will, called REITs that invest in Chinese real estate are down two thirds year over year. This is more than just Evergrande. So the Chinese government is going nuts. They're thinking, OK, real estate's bursting. What do we do? Quick, give the economy some drugs, cheap money. Tony, it's not working. This is this the ripple effect you talked about at the beginning. We may want to get into it. How is this going to affect everybody else that the Chinese economy is collapsing?
1: Oh, we we are going to get into it. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of, of Indianapolis. Uh, yes, uh, the, the word you're looking for is uh, epinephrine or adrenaline. Yes, that is the shot uh, that uh, these economies are, are looking for. Knowing that something doesn't work is not often the thing that stops people from doing the thing. We see this time and again and certainly... We see that China has been willing to lie. Uh, we talked about Evergrande, which is this real estate conglomerate, if you will. They've lost eighty-one billion dollars between twenty twenty-one and now. They've gone to Manhattan courts and other courts around the globe to declare bankruptcy uh, because of their real estate holdings, and that there's there's nothing there. And this was a a, a problem to you uh, as we discussed it last week, but also predictable. In as we talk about the ghost cities, the building of apartments that nobody is going to rent because even China doesn't have enough people to rent them. They certainly don't have the money uh, to, to, to rent them. This, in the cutting of the rates, you see as is, is much bigger of a problem. We know that they don't report their youth unemployment anymore. How exactly how many economists like yourself saw that news today about China cutting one year rates
0: and said, Oh, oh, this is really bad. Well, I'll give you the the information on that one, Tony. UBS announced today a significant cut in the growth forecast for the Chinese economy. UBS, one of the largest banks in the world. This is on the heels of J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Barclays, Nomura. So, Tony, other banks, the major economic analysis institutions in this world are cutting the growth forecast for China. And it gets worse because China is nervous about these banks doing this because these banks are cutting their forecasts because they're giving the public information that China doesn't want you to have. They're now attacking these financial institutions. Tony, a company called Mintz Group, which is one of the major statistical analysis financial research country companies in the world, they were fined $1.5 million by the Chinese government this week for doing statistical analysis on the economy. For telling the truth. Yes. Right. One and a half million dollars for just telling the truth. They were raided. Bain Capital had their offices raided for the same reason.
1: Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Now let's get into it. And certainly, as there are global pressures, there are going to we're going to feel an effect on a very, very large scale level in the United States. And there is global recession. We know there's recession in in Europe and we know that China uh, lies. And since so many nations depend on China for the for the purchase of cheap and effective goods, uh, there's there is an effect throughout the economy Get into some Midwest specifics here, because um, we often hear about how these things affect Wall Street. Well, there's a lot more than Wall Street out there. Midwest Main Street has been feeling the effects of this economy for three years. As, As somebody put in the comments, Bidenomics is clearly working, which it isn't. But I don't know if you can blame everything in China on Bidenomics. How does the China situation affect Midwest Main Street?
0: Tony, let me first tell you how it in fact impacts Japan. I know that's coming out of left field here. Japan, which remember back in the 80s was like the growing economy, the one that we were looking at as our major competitor, they stalled. Their economy has been totally stalled in depression slash recession for 30 years. Japan had 6% growth last quarter. 6%. Why? Because they're getting business from China. They're now becoming an exporter like they were in the 80s. We buy stuff from China, Tony. We buy cheap goods. We buy our supply chain. So when China suffers, there's an impact on us. Less goods, supply chain slows down. You don't have as so many choices, and the things are, are, are not as cheap. We had a recession, Tony, in 2008 that we caused. The U.S. economy, real estate bubble burst, caused a global recession. China is going to do the same thing. It, can, do you parallel it that much? Yes, Tony. They're the second biggest economy in the world. I mean, they gave us COVID and look what happened. China can impact the world. They did it with a, with a virus. They're going to do it with the economy. It's going to happen. Talk to me about what people on Midwest Main
1: Street will see first. I mean, we already have things that we have seen, but that has come from levels of U.S. spending, lies about the Inflation Reduction Act and other things. We're talking about the price of milk, uh, the price of eggs. Gas last week was uh, at 385 a gallon. I don't know what the average is now, but it was the highest it was uh, in in 10 months. Uh, As China starts to implode, uh, number one, uh, what what is it that we will see on the front lines? And then number two, what should we be looking for down the road as an indicator of further implosion?
0: Well, down the road and right now are, are, are linked, Tony, because what businesses have already started doing very quietly behind the scenes is shifting their resources from China to India, to Taiwan, to Japan, to South Korea. You know, we see this monumental meeting between Biden, South Korea, and Japan happening right now, which I think is a good thing. These two countries hate each other, South Korea and Japan, yet they're coming together as a substitute in part, not just for national security, of economic um, agreement against China. So you're going to start seeing shifting of things. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. That's the long-term, short-term connection, Tony over time, we're going to slowly wean ourselves off the Chinese economy. That's not easy. That is not going to happen quick. And there is pain involved in that. When you don't get things you need, Tony, things you buy in your daily life and your computer and your cell phone are made in China. So the
1: question is, do you start seeing less of that stuff in the store or do you start saying, mind the cell phone? How about t-shirts? How about the way you clothe your kids when you've got young kids and you're buying inexpensive clothes because they burn through it so quick and that $2 t-shirt is now $3.50 t-shirt or the pair of jeans or the pair of shoes is up $5.75 and it's no longer made in China. It's made uh, somewhere else. And certainly I want to see that manufacturing coming back to the U.S., but it involves a cost. When do you believe uh, the average consumer, Midwest consumer, starts seeing that price increase? Never mind the price increases, They've already have uh, seen because of our own inflation.
0: I'm talking about because specifically of the China implosion. Uh, Tony, you already see it. And what's going to happen is we're going to confuse it. We're going to see the price increases because we think it's related to the Bidenomics inflation, when in fact it's related to the Chinese inflation. So you're going to see that connection happen immediately and continue on. I actually think long term it's going to be beneficial. I think maybe two or three years down the road, we'll wean ourselves off of the Chinese economy. It's not easy. It's going to be painful. So just to warn people, but it will happen, but it's going to take a few years.
1: And China is going to look to other places to try and gain back that economy. And that creates a very unstable world, watching their relationship with Russia, watching their relationship with Iran and with others. Well, We'll follow that as well. Dr. Matt will economist at the university of Indianapolis follow him on Twitter at D R M A T T W I L L Twitter X app. I don't know what we call it. It's X. It's Twitter. You guys, you guys figure it out. Dr. Matt will. I appreciate you. More is coming up. I'm Tony counts.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma flurry today. And participating participating McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Life is so much more than a
0: diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com
1: and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.